Blog Talk Radio. Good morning, all you pet lovers out there, and welcome to the Pet Place Radio Show. I'm your host, Marie Hewlett, and I am so happy you're tuning into the program. Today, I've asked Maria Dales from German Shepherd Rescue of Orange County to stop by the show and share some of her organization's recent success stories, along with some great events the rescue has planned. Then, after our halftime break, Sarah Timms, founder and CEO of the new crowdfunding website, loveanimals.org, will be stopping by to talk about helping Colorado pets after the recent devastating fires that state endured. So keep your radio tuned to AM 1260, and we'll get started after a very quick message here on K-Mozart. Welcome back. You're listening to the Pet Place Radio Show on K-Mozart. I'm Marie Hewitt, and my dear friend who does so much for animals is joining us now. It's Maria Dales from German Shepherd Rescue of Orange County. Good morning, Maria. How are you? I'm well, Marie. How are you? I'm doing really well, too, and I am so glad that you've made a return visit to the Pet Place because you always have so many amazing stories to tell about. Oh. It's my pleasure. Yeah. My pleasure. I could talk about wonderful German Shepherds all day long. Well, let's start so. with the rescue, first of all, just to remind everybody a little bit about what you do. Sure, absolutely. Um, well, un- unbeknownst to many, German Shepherds are a very, very overpopulated breed. Um, because they rose to such stardom and such popularity, Many years ago, unfortunately, people continue to breed and breed and breed them, thinking that there are enough homes to absorb them all, which we all know is really not the case. It takes very special people to be able to, you know, own, manage, care for, train, lead German Shepherds. And um, unfortunately, a great, a great number of them end up in shelters, unwanted, abandoned. And that's where German Shepherd Rescue comes in. We take in dogs from sad situations, say the death of a family member, a divorce, uh, a child allergic. And unfortunately right now we're taking in a, a great number of dogs that have been abandoned at shelters. Oh, wow. That's just so hard to believe. They're such amazing dogs. And to think of them sitting in a shelter and potentially facing euthanasia, it's just heartbreaking. And that's why I got into this specific breed because, you know, they just really touch my heart. They they are America's dogs. They do everything for us. You know, they lead the blind and they protect our military and just just thinking of them sitting, you know, languishing really in a cement cage is just too much. So that's why we have a, a wonderful army of volunteers. No one gets paid. Everybody does this from their heart and uh we save approximately 400 dogs. We re- rehome approximately 400 dogs a year, and I'd say we wow. save approximately 450. That's so there's always incredible. that rolling 50. Yes, it's exciting. And it's exciting. most of the dogs that you, you rescue, are they fostered or do you have a facility? I wish I could say they were all fostered. Probably 25% are fostered. Uh, we just don't have enough homes that can take in another large dog. Most of our fosters are already doing their part, many large dogs of their own. Um, but we do board in a public facility 
which unfortunately costs us each night. But the alternative is, you know, the loss of that life. So we have to put on fundraisers and ask our supporters to help us uh, offset the cost of those nightly boardings. Well, you right have some we, pretty entertaining fundraisers. Yeah, so. we, can can you tell me a little bit about some of your upcoming fundraisers? I can. Well, the closest one we have right now is a garage sale at the Messiah Lutheran Church in Yorba Linda. It's a rummage sale. That'll be on August 24th. It's a bring-what-you-got kind of a sale. It's not uh, anything specific. There'll be treasures. There'll be trinkets. Uh, That's in Yorba Linda on August 24th at the Messiah Lutheran Church. And we always do very well with our our garage sales because you just never know what you're going to find. So that's one one fun thing. Uh, One that just recently passed that I have to share about because I hope it gives other rescues ideas. We had a puppy shower. And what that was was a tea at a uh, tea house in Orange, a tea salon. And all of the guests were given a um, wish list for the puppies. The puppies were actually registered on Amazon.com. <laughs> so the guests came and enjoyed a lovely afternoon tea. There were some shower games that related to puppies. And the puppies scored because they got everything on their wish list. And the guests scored because we had a lovely silent auction and, and wonderful um, tidbits. It was very, very lovely, and we hope to do it again next spring. Oh, that is so cool. So the guests would purchase the gifts on the on the wish list, and then they'd that's come correct. to the team with that. That's wow, correct. Wow, that's so it fun. Was, it was fun. It, and we even had people sending in gifts that said, oh, darn it, I can't come to the tea, but here's my gift for the puppies. Aww, and that's and uh, cool. it, was, it was a lot of fun. So we, we try to shake it up a little bit. We, you know, not everyone finds the same uh, event appealing. We do have upcoming in October something super fun, and it is open to the public. It's called Rocktoberfest. Ah. Yes, Rocktoberfest. Okay. We hold an annual reunion of all of our alumni, and um, they all come to a park. We'll be in uh, Long Beach this year. Okay. And it's so much fun to get to see the dogs happy with their families. You see uh, litter mates reunited. You see puppies that were from the same litter all kind of reconnecting and the families making friends. It's just so fulfilling and so rewarding to see it. 200 dogs in the park all living happy lives because of the efforts of the volunteers. That must be so rewarding to see that. It really That's our favorite event all year. We don't make a lot of money at that one, but that's a friend raiser. We just love it. (laughs) Friend raiser. That's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Maria, do you have a website that that indicates when all these events will take place and also a little bit more? Absolutely. We have a beautiful website. We just celebrated our eighth birthday this month. So we updated our website. It's Mm -hmm. at G is in German. S is in Shepherd, R is in Rescue, OC dot org. So you've got G S R O C dot org, and it'll show you our gallery of beautiful dogs. It'll show you happy ending stories, and of course our wish list and our calendar, and lots of ways to get involved. That's probably the the most important thing. Get involved, even if it's not for German Shepherds. Get involved and help save these wonderful creatures. Wow. Now, is there a way that somebody can donate directly from your website? Absolutely. We have uh, live links. Um, you can choose a particular dog, and if you if you click on that dog, it offers you several options. You can perhaps sponsor his collar and leash, perhaps sponsor his x-rays, perhaps sponsor a week of boarding. 
So you have a lot of options, and then uh, you follow the prompts, and you can pledge your donation that way. So oh. that's great. We also uh, appreciate uh, snail mail. Snail mail can be mailed to GSROC at 177F, as in Frank, Riverside Avenue. That's in Newport Beach. 92663. There are no animals there, so don't come visiting animals there, but that's our mailing address. That's okay. our mailing address. Okay. Where is your actual facility if somebody wanted to come see the animals that you have? Well, we're nomads, actually. Okay. But, uh, <laughs> we show our dogs at the various PetSmart and Sentinella feed stores throughout the county. Uh, you can see on the events page where we'll be this coming weekend. I believe it's the Lake Forest Pet Smart. Okay. But um, as far as our boarding facility, it's in your Belinda, and we do show dogs by appointment. Mm-hmm. Uh, individuals would have to email us or call us, and uh, we can make an appointment to show you dogs in your Belinda at their boarding facility. And you're so, also on Facebook, aren't you? Yes, we love our Facebook page. You get to watch all the dogs evolve and transform you know they come in kind of sad and depressed and then before you know it thanks to the great volunteers we have um they they blossom and it looks just wonderful in, so yeah in thinking about the last year maria what has been the most touching story for you from start to finish oh gosh there are so many marie <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna choose one and everyone else is gonna say why not mine why not mine <laughs> Um, you can pick a you know, couple. Uh, well, one that really touches me, uh, there's a condition in puppies called megaesophagus. It's an unusual birth defect, and in traditional medicine, most vets would have said in the old days, just put the puppy to sleep. He's not going to, he's going to choke. Um, you know, the esophagus is not correctly formed. Okay. But one of our wonderful volunteers said, I just don't buy it. This puppy's got a fighting spirit, and we're going we're gonna to make this work. And she did all of her research, and she, you know, talked to people on forums, and she learned everything she could about it. And her husband created what they call a Bailey's chair, which is specifically for this ailment. And this puppy sits upright in his, it's almost like a child's chair. It's, it's designed to elongate his esophagus. Wow. And he sits upright in his chair every day. He eats five small meals of gruel. He can't eat, you know, chunky food. Mm-hmm. And the fun part of the story is now he's a year old. He's, he's defied all the odds. He actually climbs into his chair to wait to eat. Aww. They turn on a little, they turn on some tunes. Uh-huh. And when the tunes are over, then he can get out of his chair because he's had uh, digestion enough. He's digested his food. So here's a family that just refused to, you know, refused to give up on a tiny puppy. Aww. And he's thriving. He's thriving. No, sure. have it's they actually work. adopted him or are they fostering yes. him? Wow. No, they adopted him. They, that is so you know, cool. Yes, <laughs> it's wonderful. So he knows to get in his chair. You know, it's pretty Pavlovian. You know, uh-huh. it's, it's if the music goes on, I get in my chair, and if the music goes off, I'm done. So it's, it's great. I love that story. I love all the stories. Uh, the the senior dogs touch me when, when people go out of their way and adopt a senior dog, you know. They're, mm-hmm. they're just wonderful, wonderful creatures that people often overlook for no, for no good reason, yeah. for no good reason. It's important to remember, Marie, these dogs are homeless by no fault of their own. That's it's, true. It's not the dogs mm-hmm. that were... were Defective. It was their defective owners. Spirit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You can say it. I know you're thinking it. <laughs> they're, they're quote unquote caregivers. They really didn't care. So, yeah. You know, it's 
it's really important when you're selecting a dog to think about, you know, what what drew the dog to rescue? How did it end up here? Was it left in a backyard for 14 hours a day? Well, of course, then it's going to bark, you know, mm-hmm. that, that sort of thing. So um, I would encourage everybody to do their research before they adopt any breed of dog to find out what that breed was originally intended for mm-hmm. because that helps you know what characteristics you're going to be dealing with. Um, shepherds are protective, yes. They're very intelligent. They're very loyal. But, you know, there's a, such a thing as overprotectiveness. So, and they're very, very intelligent. They need a leader. Mm-hmm. So, And I bet you have a lot of this information online. So let's remind everybody one more time before I let you go, your website okay. address. www.gsroc.org. That's gsroc.org, and we would love, love, love to chat with you on Facebook as well. Excellent. Maria, it's always so wonderful to hear from you about all the latest news from German Shepherd Rescue, and thanks again so much, Maria. Thank you, Marie. Take care. We need to take a quick pet place break now, but when we return, Sarah Timms, founder and CEO of the new crowdfunding website, loveanimals.org, will be by to talk about how people and animals are doing in Colorado after the horrific fire season they've endured. So stay tuned to K Mozart, and we'll meet Sarah in just a moment here on the Pet Place Radio Show. Welcome back. You're listening to the Pet Place Radio Show on K-Mozart. I'm Marie Hewitt, and it's my pleasure to introduce Sarah Timms, founder and CEO of the new crowdfunding website, loveanimals.org. Good morning, Sarah. Thanks for being here today. Thanks so much for having me. You know, it's been a few year, a few weeks rather since we saw some uh, pretty serious fires going on in Colorado. Can you give us a little bit of a history of what happened, uh, consequences, and how animals and people are involved. Sure. Well, um, the Black Forest fires were certainly some of the the worst that Colorado has ever experienced. They were the most destructive fires, um, and they destroyed, uh, they burnt 14,000 acres. Wow. Um, They burnt for two weeks. They destroyed 500 um, structures, and, and most of those were homes. Um, people's homes um, and they caused millions of dollars worth of damage so they they were really devastating fires and they moved very quickly and as a result um, thousands of people had to be evacuated and and then along with that many pets um, and horses particularly and and livestock had to be very quickly evacuated out of homes and there are a lot of uh, costs associated with that correct? There are, absolutely, um, particularly for the animal nonprofits who are already very under-resourced. Um, animal nonprofits get just 2% of all giving generally, and so when a, a disaster strikes, it's, it's hugely resource-intensive for the nonprofits to, to be able to take this massive influx of animals that they need to care for very, very quickly, and so there's always a great need for food, um, resources to pay for um, veterinary care, obviously uh, several animals experience burns um, and smoke damage. And so it puts the nonprofits under a massive strain to be able to deal with this very quick influx of of animals. And and so they desperately need cash during times of natural disaster, obviously. 
and not just during but after a lot of people forget that this is sort of an ongoing issue and even if something gets out of the news there's still a lot going on in the aftermath absolutely absolutely we um several of the nonprofits who've posted projects on on our crowdfunding website um are still experiencing um they they're still caring for lots of the animals and so quite often people will be able to return to their homes or or they're staying with friends and family out of town and so the nonprofit has to keep looking after the animals for them okay. um and, and often animals are, are not able to be reunited with with family members if, if the animals have been rescued um, and they don't have identification on them then the nonprofits have to continue caring for those animals until they can be reunited with their families okay. um, so yeah now, you mentioned the word crowdfunding, which I'm familiar with, but I suspect a lot of the listeners don't know what the word crowdfunding is. Can you talk a little bit about that? Sure. Crowdfunding is, um, most people, as you say, probably haven't heard the word crowdfunding, but I'm sure many people have heard of websites like kickstarter.com, um, kiva.org. They're, they're basically platforms where nonprofits, can post projects that they critically need to raise money for. And then many many donors, members of the public, can go and visit the website, surf the projects, find the ones that they think sound really inspiring or are particularly interesting to them, and they can give small donations in support of those projects. And, and all of those small donations combined fund projects, and, and that's basically the essence of crowdfunding. And it's Hugely successful, and um, last year generated 2.8 billion. Wow! The platforms combined, and this year predicted to generate about 5.1 billion. So, donors are turning to crowdfunding platforms. It's quick, it's easy. They can jump online, find something they think is cool, and give a couple of dollars and make a difference. That's fantastic. And a lot of people think that their five dollars or their ten dollars that they might be able to donate doesn't really matter, but when you're talking about lots and lots of people donating $5, $10, $20, that really adds up, and it can be significant. It does, um, absolutely. I mean, it adds up to, to $2.8 billion. Um, and so we love at loveanimals.org, we make it so easy for anyone to just go online. It's a couple of clicks to give $10, and then that, that person gets to be part of the crowd and they make they the project gets funded and, and we tell them the project's funded and then when the nonprofit uses the money, um, the the ten dollar donor gets to see pictures of their funding at work and a narrative. So so they really get to feel like they're making a difference and they really are making a difference. Wow, that's wonderful. And loveanimals.org is specifically designed to help animal organizations. Yes, it is. Any animal nonprofit in America whether they're serving cats and dogs or monkeys or elephants or, or whatever, they can post the project on the website. That's wonderful. We th give them all the support they need. That is great. And are there any fees or costs to the nonprofit? We, um, unlike many platforms, we don't take a percentage of what donors give to the nonprofit project. So they get 100% of the, the donation. Of course, the nonprofits love that, and the donors love that, that we don't take a percentage. We charge $55 for a 
for a non-profit to post the project. So if they're trying to raise $5,000, they just have to pay $55, and that covers um, all the support we give them and all the help we give them to market their project. So, okay. so we're, we're very low cost. Oh, that's wonderful. And that, that really is a, a pretty small investment considering the time and the website maintenance and, and managing the money transfers. So so the $55 fee is, is pretty much nominal. It's absolutely, yeah. We, we wanted, because we're a non-profit too, Love Animals is non-profit. We, our, our mission is just to help animal non-profits get more resources so they can help more animals faster and the more we can do for them to make the process simple, the, the more time they have to actually do direct care for animals. Wonderful. And if somebody, since you are a nonprofit yourself, is the donation tax deductible? It is. Yep, absolutely. Every single donation is tax deductible. Ah, that's great. Can you tell me a little bit about some of the organizations that you're currently helping? I certainly can. Yeah, we have um, we we still have some groups trying to to raise um, money to care for the animals impacted by the fire. Um, so if you you go to the website, you can you can do a search, um, and they'll come up. and And they range from horse organisations to to cat and dog organisations. We've got one group, Harley's Hope, um, and they were actually in the fire zone, and so some of their um, buildings burnt down, and so they're trying to raise money for a new dog run. Um, we have groups who are trying to raise money to combat coaching of tigers overseas. There's really all variety of, of projects on there. And so what, whatever it is you're interested in helping, you can go to the website and find, find a project that really resonates with you. Okay. And I know that you had a real wonderful success story that involved uh, raising about $1,000 uh, to help people with veterinary bills. Um, yes, we've, we've actually had um, a, a few projects that, that helped pay for veterinary bills. Um, a group called Pet Aid Colorado, they run a um, subsidized clinic for, for veterinary care, so people who can't afford to pay for veterinary costs but, but still obviously want to have veterinary care for their animals, um, they, they can go to this clinic and get subsidized veterinary care. And so... Pepe Colorado ran a project on our website to help pay for those subsidy costs. Okay. Um, so, I mean, I think we've had... Um, How about All Breed Rescue and Training? Yes. They um, they were a group that raised $1,000 um, for animals impacted by the, by the fire, um, and they were experiencing um, pets coming in who had... had were experienced had suffered burns and um, and so they raised a thousand dollars to pay for veterinary care. So that's fantastic because it means that those animals that got help um, and it helped them pay for the cost of caring for animals while their owners were evacuated during the fire. And another organization which I think you might have already mentioned was the Circle G Ranch, which took care of a lot of the horses. And there are a lot of horses out in that area. Uh, after the fires, yes, there are an awful lot of horses um, in that area. There's a lot of, um, uh, of livestock, and yes, they they were raising money to get hay to help pay uh, help buy hay, basically, so that the horses that had been displaced could 
could get feed, which is obviously very important, and hay is very expensive, certainly in Colorado, and so it was it was a really important project. Um, and they they um, reached their fundraising goal, which is fantastic, and it, and it meant horses who had been displaced got food. That is wonderful. So you really have done a lot for the the fire victims of Colorado, and you plan to do a lot more for animal organizations in general. If an organization that helps animals out there, if their managers and volunteers are listening right now and they want to register, how would they go about doing that? It's very easy. They just go to the website and in the top right-hand corner it says "Nonprofit start here. Um, and they can also, our email address and telephone number and everything is also on the website. And we, we have a de- dedicated team to help groups register very quickly and easily um, and certainly during the Black Forest fires our team was reaching out to every nonprofit in the impacted area and we were offering them free projects so they could wow. post the project for free um, and, and we did all the work um, we could to help them get a project up very quickly because of course they were they were um, so busy so we've, we've made it really easy to get registered we helped groups decide what the best campaign is that they can run and then we give them all the marketing materials they need and all the marketing help they will need to then promote their campaign. That is fabulous. Sarah, I love the idea of crowdfunding, especially in terms of disaster relief, of course, and helping people and animals and you presented this information brilliantly today. So thanks so much for joining us. Thanks so much for having me. I appreciate it. It's time to take our last break of the morning, but when we return, get set for Pet Place News and Events here on K-Mozart. We're back on the Pet Place Radio Show. I'm Marie Hewlett, and it's time for Pet Place News and Events. Do you need to get a vaccination or microchip for your pet? Well, every Sunday from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m., the Traveling Vaccination and Microchip Clinic visits communities everywhere to offer these services at a low price and a convenient setting. No appointments are necessary. Microchips, which include implantation and lifetime registration, are just $15. Vaccinations are $10 to $25, plus testing for heartworm and feline leukemia is also offered. Visit www.thevaccinationstation.com for locations and more information. And don't forget to check out our website at www.petplace.org to send us your comments or suggestions for the show and see what other animal-related activities there are on the Pet Place calendar. Well, that's all for me today. Remember, pets need love and a home, too. We'll be back next weekend with more of the Pet Place here on Key Mozart. I'm Marie Hewlett. Please spay or neuter your pets and have a wonderful day. (laughs) 